happy Friday, everybody. I'm sure you're ready to close up shop and head out for the weekend, but let's not get ahead of ourselves. We've got to finish out the week strong, and we've got an action-packed episode of the 5-Minute Drill brought to you by Up5 Media to help you get your morning jump-started. So let's get down to business. That said, I'm your co-host, Darian Phillips, and I am joined by Simran Sandu over there. And let's go ahead and pick things up where we left off yesterday by talking about President Trump's recent dispute with Twitter. Yesterday, President Trump officially signed an executive order seeking to make it easier for federal regulators to hold companies such as Twitter and Facebook liable if they unfairly curb users' speech. In Congress was also keeping busy yesterday as the House approved a bipartisan bill that would ease restrictions on small businesses who've taken out loans via the Paycheck Protection Program. Originally, borrowers had to allocate 75% of the funds for payroll. However, it's now been reduced to 60% and borrowers have also received a four-month extension to use all funds provided. With that in mind, the bill is now headed over to the Senate where it's expected to be quickly approved. Yesterday also felt like a scene straight out of NCIS as federal authorities busted a massive coronavirus scam listeners. In particular, an unidentified foreign government wired $317 million in exchange for 50 million N95 masks that didn't actually exist. At this point, at least one person, a Georgia resident named Paul Penn, has been charged, according to the U.S. Attorney's Office for the Southern District of Georgia. And as we talk about illegal activities, the U.S. has charged more than 30 North Korean officials with illegally transferring $2.5 billion over the past seven years. These actions have further escalated tensions between the two countries after stalled nuclear talks, especially as the U.S. has refused to remove any sanctions until Kim Jong-un agrees to total denuclearization. And after President Trump's recent announcement to hold a press conference to discuss the condition of China and Hong Kong, markets turned south as investors fear the potential repercussions of the recent rise in tensions between the U.S. and China. That said, the losses were marginal listeners with a decrease of 20 to 60 basis points across all major indexes. And one key economic indicator released yesterday stated that the U.S. economy contracted 5% in the first quarter due to the pandemic. This is the largest quarterly decline since the 08 recession, and it was still slightly higher than analyst expectations. And while we're discussing key economic indicators, I think it's appropriate to bring up this week's report on unemployment claims. While the number of U.S. workers seeking unemployment assistance remains at record highs, the number actually receiving those benefits fell for the first time since February. Similarly, the number of initial jobless claims continues to ease, declining to 2.1 million last week from 2.4 million the prior week. Well, it's great to hear that unemployment is falling, but still the record level of unemployment combined with the national lockdown has certainly taken its toll on the real estate industry. Pending home sales fell 34% this past month, which is the biggest decline on record, according to the National Association of Realtors. But no need to worry, the housing market is showing signs of recovery and numbers are expected to improve over the next few months. And it was a monumental day for the renewable energy sector on Thursday, as data from the Energy Information Administration showed that the U.S. consumed more renewable energy than coal last year for the first time in 134 years, listeners. And as we talk about renewable energy, it's only fitting that we mention Tesla CEO Elon Musk. He just received his first performance-based payout worth more than $700 million for keeping Tesla's market value above $100 billion, along with maintaining other revenue milestones. And as you might expect, all your online orders have been stretching companies like UPS Thin recently, and they are now instituting surcharges for companies such as Amazon, Target, and Best Buy that have been clogging up its delivery network. While these surcharges are fairly typical around the holiday season, they are unheard of during this time of the year, and now companies have to decide whether to raise prices, absorb the added cost, or they may even be forced to do both. 
And our last news story for this Friday morning involves the renowned Boston Marathon. The mayor has officially canceled the event after initially postponing it to September in defense of prioritizing runner safety. Nevertheless, I'm hopeful that some of you guys can get some running in this weekend. I hear we have some great weather ahead. And if you find yourself with an extra moment or two, please make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you, everyone, and we look forward to catching you bright and early Monday morning as we continue our journey to redefine how you experience news.